Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. It's a moment and a game that kids dream about as they're growing up learning the game of basketball. Fight. Fight. Hey, what's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast presented by BetOnline.ag and Balance7.com. I'm Yo Legazzo. I'm here with McKay Westbrook and we're also joined by a guest on the show, uh, Matt Moderno, who, uh, who hosts Believe in Wizards podcast, uh, part of our networks network and uh, he hosts it with, with Larry Hughes and he writes for Bullets Forever as well. Um, so Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, happy to be here. Uh, always happy to talk more hoops with a couple folks, a uh, couple network buddies. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, and I, I really appreciate you you hopping on because we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, your old pal here, Russell Westbrook. That uh, obviously he's he's uh, now a Los Angeles Laker, and um, but uh, we do want to uh, on, on this first segment kind of talk about how Russell Westbrook performed right this this last season with with you guys with the wizards and then um take a break from that take a break after that and then talk about how he sort of could fit with with the lakers a lot of talk has has been generated already so we'll kind of uh just just talk about that and 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 see what we um what comes of the 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 conversation here but uh but yeah let so matt let us know like um how was Rus- Russell Westbrook last season with with the Wizards? So I would say, on balance, more good than bad. But it, but it was a little up and down. I mean, he started the year a little banged up. There was a hamstring injury, quad injury. I already can't remember. I want to say hamstring. Uh, that really seemed to limit him. I mean, you think about Russell Westbrook and it's posterizing guys and you know getting his own rebound and, and pushing the ball in transition and he literally could not dunk for the first like five or six weeks of the season. And and that, that should tell you something. You got to give him a lot of credit because he's a guy that will always try to play through stuff like that if he can. Uh, And I think it would have been better for this organization if they had said early, like, Hey, we need to save you from yourself a little bit here and just rest, recover and get into it. Uh, They dug themselves a pretty big hole and, and he was kind of, you know, largely responsible, he and Bradley Beal for, for getting them out of that hole. So I give him a lot of credit. It wasn't always sort of the prettiest, I would say, uh, you know, that you got to take the good with the bad and, and there certainly is more good than bad, but, uh, you know, you become a hater, I guess, if you say any of the bad things out loud. So, uh, we, we can get a little more into that if you want, but, but overall, I think it was a, a positive, 
uh, experience for us as Wizards fans. You know, I it, it's kind of funny that um, you know you talk about some some of the bad things that it, it, you become a hater mm-hmm. as soon as uh, you mention any of the bad stuff with with these players. Um, my my comments on Russell Westbrook last year, I remember uh, when we're doing uh, one of our podcasts is, you know, he was, I think he was just coming off of that injury and he was looking a little bit, um, gimpy and he didn't look like his old self. And I made the comment that he would never be an all-star again, that, that he was, you know, basically, basically washed up, you know, he's past his prime and that, um, he was done. And I, I think I, I kind of said that a little bit too early. Um, maybe I hated on him a little bit too much. Uh, so, so he is past his prime. It doesn't mean yeah, he's totally sure. washed and, and sure. he may actually never be an all-star again. So you might not be wrong, but he did I look mean, better. You know? Hard hard to say. I, I feel like whenever you come to Lakerland, um, you immediately get, uh, a huge influx of, of the fan votes anyway. I mean, look at uh, um, Alex Caruso, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Exactly. If Alex Caruso uh, can be in the the running for for All Star, um, I think Russell Westbrook's got uh, a heck more of a chance than sure. than him. Um, I mean, he's a walking triple double. He's had what four seasons where he's um, averaged a triple double. I I don't know that he'll do the same in L.A. Um, I mean, you tell me. Do you feel like Russell Westbrook? padded his stats a little bit in Washington the way he did kind of over at OKC. I mean, so like the, the rebounds thing, like that's the one everyone points to is that like he tells centers to get out of his way so he can get rebounds. Well, the coaching staff actually wanted him to do that too, because now you don't have to throw the outlet pass or worry about a potential turnover. And, and it's, if you're going to play fast, that's, that's not a bad way to do it to have the ball instantly in your point guard's hands. Also, the Wizards were just a terrible rebounding team for the most part anyway, so that was a huge boost for us. So I don't know that it's necessarily stat padding. I think the thing that... It was sort of a weird dynamic between, like, the Westbrook fans and, like, the OG Wizards fans all year, and I think part of that dynamic was our broadcast crew is just terrible, like, just literally terrible and and they would lose a game by like 27 and never mention the fact that we lost the game and we would just talk about the triple double so like at a certain point that anytime like we all had triple double ptsd by like two months into the year so you know stat pad like I, i think is probably a little extreme but do they sort of structure things in such a way that he does get more counting stats than he probably would organically i think that's probably fair Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of what it, it feels like a little bit to me. And I don't want it to be one of those things. Like we've heard uh, Carmelo Anthony in the past that um, in the locker room, he's been pissed if he had a, a bad shooting night, even though they win the game, but they, you know, they get, they get blown out, but um, he puts up 30 and, and he's ecstatic. You know, we, we don't want, <laughs> you know, things like that where we're getting praised for um, great stats or, so it was never Westbrook himself celebrating triple doubles, especially in a loss. So you guys are going to love hearing him in post-game commentary. And uh, 
I don't know if, if any of the Wizards fans are listening to this, I might get killed for this one too, but Brad Beal has a tendency to not guard anyone an entire game. And then when they lose, spend the whole post game talking about how guys need to play more defense. If Westbrook had a 40 point triple double and single-handedly kept them in a game, if they lost, he would go and talk about, Hey, I missed this layup here, or I missed this pass here, or I missed that rotation there. And it was always, here's what I did that lost us the game. Never, here's what those guys did to lose me the game. So I think as fans, you guys are, are going to love that kind of stuff from him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I I see Russell Westbrook as having that Mamba mentality. He's going to give you 100% on both ends of the floor, and and he's out there to get you a win, you know, um, regardless of of – how well he he is or isn't doing whether or not he's going for the triple double or not you know um i just might not be super efficient sure so so that's i mean that's one of my worries is is you know some of the shooting woes that he's had in the past especially um looking back to the bubble in in houston um i i kind of feel like he was a a big part of them not um winning uh, their series, you know, getting kicked out of the playoffs, but um, he was also battling an injury there. Um, and, you know, I, I hope he, he's not, um, he, he's able to avoid those injuries coming to LA. I hope he, he's able to get away from that and, um, you know, not have to put so much wear and tear on his body with, with uh, how much he'll, he should be able to share the ball and, and share the minutes with, with everybody else around him because I feel like he's like one of those players like uh Derek Rose. Derek Rose was very nearly out of the NBA um because he lost a lot of his athletic ability due to due to injury. Luckily he was able to change his game up enough to kind of uh make that resurgence and and play well. Um I mean Russell Westbrook's nowhere near that level of uh right, injury, right. you know. Um but I I uh, would hate to see him go down that path, um, especially, you know, having those that hard time shooting it at times. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I don't know. Honestly, I, I really have a hard time picturing him getting a triple double this season. Honestly, because um, I mean, you have to share the floor with LeBron James on right? average. Right. Um, you don't think he'll get any. He might get one. Like at a lucky night, maybe I, LeBron I will, sitting out. I will strongly take that bet, my friend. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. LeBron's I mean, going to miss a few. Davis is going to miss a few. This man is literally a human vacuum with the rebounds, and I think that assists will just naturally come. So I, I would. Well, I'm sure. I'm. I. I know that. I mean, he. He. Like, I'm. I'm. I'm really excited for him to come. Like, this, he's one of the most dynamic guards that the Lakers are going to have. Um, like that we've had ever like like ever honestly like he's uh so athletic um i mean what was his what was his totals uh last season he averaged 22 points 11 assists 11 rebounds easily and that the and um i mean i, I just cause it goes to show you like the type of player that he is the energy that he brings to the court um i just i just don't like I have questions, right? I have questions about how that will fit with LeBron James. And I want to talk about that more um, later in in the second segment. So why don't we why don't we go ahead and, and seg- segue awkwardly to that 
take a break here and then come back talk about that right so guys stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys soon Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with McKay Westbrook and Matt Moderno. And we are going to talk a little bit about uh, Westbrook, his fit with the Lakers, with LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Um, you know, why, why don't we, we go ahead and, and start with, with that, right? We, we were talking about that before the break, sort of how he will uh, fit with, with LeBron, um, right? Because I, I think that's one of the big concerns that are out there is how he would do that and and given the um just the type of players they are and given the makeup of the team um some have mentioned spacing issues and so forth um mckay you've you've uh you've alluded to this uh on the last uh segment right the general consensus right now is like they're gonna let westbrook shoot right and 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 kind of sag off lebron james um and it's a concept that we know of McKay as Lakers fans, because that's what we did against him when we uh, beat them in the, um, the second round of the playoffs uh, in back in 2020, right? We, <laughs> that's just, it was just a, a, the strategy that we had. We sagged him off and you could see him wide open for threes uh, and so forth. Um, so, you know, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that concern. Let's talk about, his fit with LeBron James and, and and this team and Anthony Davis, obviously. So I actually think it's a better fit in LA than it was in Washington because just the makeup of, of the wizards roster, it was so top heavy and, and you have to rely on him to be a top 10 player based on what he makes and, and not being able to afford much around him other than Beal. Uh, but in, in LA, that's sort of not the case, right? I mean, he's basically an insurance policy during the regular season. So if either LeBron or Davis miss some time here or there, you, you've still got another top end guy to, to help do that. And, and I would be surprised if they don't find a way to kind of like stagger all three of them. So, you know, that there's not, that all three of them aren't going to play together, you know, the entire time and, and things like that, or, or maybe even from game to game, maybe different. Somebody sits on the first night of a back-to-back, somebody sits on the back, you know, the back end, like that sort of thing. But just looking at it from the Lakers perspective, like you guys just need him to be better than the people that were at that position last year. And that's already an upgrade. He's better than Dennis Schroeder. Like he's better than Alex Caruso. So it's just, uh, the fit isn't perfect. Like, like you alluded to there. Um, But the, the shooting while frustrating at times I think the shot selection is almost more of an issue than the shooting. So hopefully like how many guys have come in next to LeBron and sort of gotten their act together um, sort of from that perspective. So like people worried about Dwight Howard a couple of years ago, that turned out reasonably well, I would say. So I'm hoping that they can kind of help, I don't know, reform him uh, and some of the, the decision-making um, from, especially from a, a shooting perspective, but he was exceedingly clutch last year. Uh, it just, 
I, I can't remember the exact stat off the top of my head, but it, it, whatever they defined as like clutch shooting, shooting percentage in the final five minutes or something like that, he he led the league for most of the year. Um, so that's that's another guy that you can't really leave open to close a game and you can't leave LeBron open and you can't leave Davis open. So yeah, it might be clunky at times during the regular season, but he's a floor raiser for the Lakers, I think overall. And, you know, we'll, we'll just see what the, what the defense and things like that looks like. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think he's going to come in and he's going to be interchangeable with LeBron. Um, just like what you said. Um, Yo mentioned that that he's such a dynamic player that I, I think he's gonna be perfectly fine wherever we we decide to put him. Um, you know, we've seen um, these kind of combos over the last few years with um, some ball dominant players that we didn't think that they would fit. And um, I mean, by no means did did these duos necessarily go and win championships. Thinking back to um, Chris Paul and, and James Harden, as well as Russell Westbrook and James Harden, but um, they were able to make it work, you know, and they, they ended up playing pretty well together. Um, I think uh, Russell Westbrook coming to the Lakers, I think they're going to be able to figure it out. Um, I think Russell Westbrook probably has a lot more respect for LeBron James than most any other player in this league. And I I really hope he's able to um I don't know that it if it's necessarily a, a total reformation but um but he will be okay with taking kind of that back seat. I know he's always wanted to kind of be that number 1 guy and uh, you know that's just not what it's going to be when you put throw together a super team all the time. Um especially when Le- LeBron James is on the floor. Um, he's going to have to take a little bit of a back seat, but um, I think he'll still be able sure. to flourish. It might take some adjustment, um, but I, I think overall um, they're going to be able to get it figured out. So as much as everybody did the, the Wizards are Bradley Beal's team, I mean, Westbrook came in from day one and was sort of the unquestioned leader of the locker room, and and that – isn't really a knock on Beal. It's just sort of uh, the presence that, that Westbrook has and, and his stature around the league, but not having a strong coach last year uh, in Scott Brooks, I, I think he sort of had, you know, carte blanche to do whatever it is he wanted to do. And there wasn't really like a strong offensive system. So I, I think that led to a lot of the frustration that fans here had with him just Wizards were 29th in total passes in the NBA last year. And I want to say 27th in actual um, player distance covered on, on court, you know, per game. So the ball just didn't move a lot. I, I don't think, uh, you know, LeBron's going to let Westbrook stand at the top of the key and dribble 15 times until he can cross over into a 17 foot bank shot four possessions in a row. Like, I just can't see that. That's, that's, that's interesting. And I want to talk a little bit about that later um, in terms of like the fast break. And I I think that's going to be something that the Lakers are really going to benefit from because of his ability. Like you had mentioned about rebounding and then somehow being able to 
uh, uh, sort of look at the playing field and pass it uh, out, you know, do an outlet pass to someone who's open running to the rim. But I want to talk about that later. I do want to go back to the LeBron thing. Um, like, like one of the things, like I, I said that I had concerns about, about the fit, not because uh, I don't, I don't believe they're going to fit, but because it's yet to be, it's like, I, I want to see it first, right? I want to see what, how, if if it actually happens, right? Um, like one of the plays that I envision is LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, um, using you know some sort of high pick and roll action where Westbrook is the screener, right? And, and in that situation, the defense uh, will be forced to switch, and by switching, you you put a defender, a smaller one who is guarding Russ, having now having to deal with LeBron James. So like you know the defense will then have to decide. You know, do we do we double LeBron James, uh, or do we just let him have his way with the smaller guard? Um, and if you if you uh, if you double him, right, then Russ is going to be open. Sure, like like I'm going to talk about Russell Westbrook his shooting. Right, he he shot what thirty percent from three last season, and that's pretty much his average his career. Um, uh, but if you take a closer look at it, if you take a look at the the his wide open threes, he shot at 35%, which is at league average, right? Um, maybe just a little bit above, but at league average. And that's that's pretty good. Um, but, you know, I think more often than not, he's going to take it to the rim, right? And he's going to create a situation where there's going to be two defenders behind him because they're guarding LeBron James. Um, and the defense is going to collapse because they're going to have to try to defend this guy who's going full steam at him, at them. And they're going to scramble and he'll either go for a layup, a dunk, maybe with a potential N1 or kick it out to someone who is now open because the defense had collapsed. So that's one of the things that I envision, um, happening. Will it happen? Hopefully it's yet like remains to be seen, right? Um, now going to your comment on, on like, you know, the fast breaks, I think, um, you know, Pete Zayas, uh, I don't know if you, you, you know, I he, he's pretty famous in Laker Twitter, Laker land. Um, he works for the Lakers, but he also has a podcast out there, Laker film room. Um, at, gotcha. Yep. Laker film room, right? Yeah. Everyone knows Laker yeah. film room. Okay. Um, he, they Lakers posted uh, this video rebound and run. Um, I thought it was very informative in terms of explaining how how Westbrook uh, could help us in our fast break. Um, before I, I go into, it, I I do want to get your perspective on fast breaks. Like how did how did the Wizards benefit from from sort of because you mentioned the big centers they're doing this this uh, sandwich move where they're we're boxing out the other big and allowing Westbrook to jump up and get the, the rebound, right? So why, why don't you, from, from your perspective, how has that sort of, how did the, the wizard sort of benefit from, from his rebound fast break? So the wizard's just kind of a mess, right? I mean, I think that's a large product of a lot of the things you could talk about from, from Russ last season, uh, while Thomas Bryant was still healthy, he's not a particularly good defensive rebounder. So, so Russ was a boost there. Um, 
Robin Lopez, not actually that good a defensive rebounder, really good at boxing out, like sealing off his man, all, all those kinds of things he excels at, except actually grabbing the ball. So having Westbrook come in and, and do that, I think was, was actually a benefit to them. And, you know, one of the challenges for, for the wizards too, is just there, there wasn't much in the way of three point shooting last year. Bradley Beal had a down year. Uh, Davis Bertans was like a total and utter bust for, for most of the season. And, and they were one of the last, if not, I want to say the last team in the league in, in terms of three point shooting. So, you know, the, the thing with Westbrook, like ideally, uh, if you can't collapse around him because there's so many people spreading the floor around him, he's so much more dangerous, but they could just pack the lane and wall up against Russ, you know, treat him like a mini Giannis. And there was really no one for him to competently kick it out to, to make them pay. I think you can talk all you want about like shooting woes potentially with the Lakers, but I, I would be much more scared to see Malik Monk shoot a wide open three than I would Isak Banga or whoever, you know, the Wizards had spotting up on the wing uh, for large stretches of last year, Ish Smith, like the, you know, those kinds of guys. So I think for the Lakers, that'll be huge because you can't really stop him one-on-one, but you can't leave LeBron. You can't leave AD. You can't leave, you know, name seven other guys. Like even if they're only in the low thirties or whatever, there's still not people you want to leave open. I, I think um, Russell's going to come in and just kind of like what you said, um, because we've got so much depth in our role players and um, our shooters, I think they're going to come in and and make him all that much better. Um, you know, you've got the players in the league that they come in and they affect the rest of the team and make them better, which I think Russell Westbrook will do in some regards. I think he'll do that through his leadership um, in the locker room. Um, and hopefully out on the floor. Um, but I think our depth is definitely going to come in and make him better. Um, I'm anxious to see kind of, uh, the, the court culture that we have. Um, I hope that we keep that defensive court culture. I would love to see, um, a lot of movement and a lot of fast breaks. We've got some, um, fairly athletic people on our team, um, albeit, higher in age, but <laughs> you know, we, we've got, we've got the ability to make it down the court um, pretty quick and, and do some um, good things in transition. So I I'm excited to, to see that as well. And he'll help with that. It's just, it's the, it's the half court is, is going to be more the, the challenge. With him. Yeah, I think so too. I think the half court is going to be a challenge, uh, just the clunkiness of that, but uh, maybe, maybe it'll work out. We'll, we'll, we'll see what, uh, like the great minds of Rondo and 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 LeBron James and the coaching staff um, come up with to to kind of I don't I don't I don't know um, uh, mitigate all the risks that uh, that are there in the in the half court. But the, with the full court, uh, like with the fast break, I think I think he's really gonna the, really push the pace for us. Um, like like I was saying, just uh, we've seen it many times. Over the years, where we face Westbrook, he just has the ability to, to, to just rebound, right? A, a defensive rebound, get a defensive rebound, read the playing field, and react to it, and, and kind of just like LeBron James, and and generate that outlet pass to an open player. And man, like McKay, you were mentioning, we have some of the guys. AD's not that old, right? He's He's still in his prime. Is he the youngest guy on the team? He's getting point? injured. Horton Tucker. No, I think I think I think Tucker might be. 
um, if you don't count the uh, the two way players, right? Um, but uh, like like AD is one of the best guys that uh, uh, that runs to the rim, right? After after a, a defensive rebound for the fast break, like his quickness, his ability, we saw it so many times. Okay, uh, uh, um, where LeBron James would would get the rebound and then throw it. Uh, like a football pass to AD who's on the other side for a touchdown, right? Um, so I think I think like like uh, Russell Westbrook could do the same thing and 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 complement um, uh, AD in that way and, and and get AD more looks that way. Uh, I know that he was very frustrated with Dennis Schroeder um, this last season. Uh, with with getting not getting enough uh, touches uh, or or um, plays at the rim or, or things like that, so we'll see we'll see if if Russ can can change the game here and and pick up the pace for for the Lakers. Um, McKay, you also mentioned defense. I do want to talk about that. Um, you you had mentioned also uh, Matt about defense. Let's talk about defense, right? This is definitely Russ's strength, right? Ah. Uh... <laughs> so there were moments, right? Like he would take the challenge and, uh, you know, when, when, when the wizards are, are in a state where they're asking Westbrook or Bradley Beal to be the ones to have to cover Jason Tatum late in a playoff game, it tells you a lot about the state of, of their roster and just sort of the absence of that, like three and D guy around him. So he was never like kind of the back down from a challenge guy, which is good, uh, but it was inconsistent and the effort itself was inconsistent. So there were nights where he'd lock up somebody that you didn't expect him to lock up. And then, uh, you know, the next night, uh, Alfred Payton would drop 27 or, you know, so, so things like that, it, it just, um, maybe he'll have the energy to do it more consistently on a team where he's not, you know, expected to cover his, you know, carry as heavy a burden, but, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it's sort of situational. I think is 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 the best way to put his defense. Yeah, I I think his I mean his overall hustle is just going to be um, a a positive on on any end of the court. Um, you know, sometimes it it plays out for the better, sometimes it doesn't. Um, he averages a steal and a half uh, over the over his career. You know, so. Um, He'll go out there and he'll make some defensive plays every night. Um, I think combine that with the defensive roster that we already have, I think he's going to fit in just fine um, and most likely excel in it. You know, if you've got uh, everybody else on the team that's able to to lock down their guy and um, make good rotations, I I think it's going to help him tremendously on both both ends of the court. The Wizards were one of the worst defensive teams in the league for the first, I don't know, month and a half. And, and that partly because they the perimeter defense was bad and, and Russ wasn't good with the injury. But there was also just sort of no additional help. Uh, There's no stoppers around him or, or anything like that. And there was definitely no one for him to like funnel to under the basket. Uh, they eventually traded for Daniel Gafford. And now you have like a rim protector and a shot blocker. And they were a top 10 defensive team uh, when they made that run, uh, you know, the, the last third of the season. And, and I think Westbrook upped his game when he had more help around him. And they'll definitely have more help around him in LA. I, I hope so. I think, I think having a training camp with Coach Vogel uh, and his staff, along with, you know, 
AD, right, um, and LeBron James, I think it's going to be a good year for Russell Westbrook defensively. Um, I think I think people really the narrative like that his his defense. I laughed about it when I asked, but honestly, I think I think um, that narrative is is kind of a little false, right? I think I think he's great at pressuring the ball and, and makes himself like. Uh, like annoying, like super annoying to the other team if if he allows it. Like one of the games that caught my eye, and, and Matt, you and I were talking about this before we recorded, was the the game against the Warriors back in April, right? Curry mm-hmm. just only scored 18 points. He went two for 14 from three, and it ended Steph Steph's 11 straight uh, games, right? The run where he was scoring at least 30 points. So um, I just think that uh, the Russell Westbrook was was one of the reasons why that uh, Steph Curry was neutralized there in, in that game, um, and I think I mean even he even said so post game right that he really took it himself a, a challenge to to start the game and 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 make sure that he didn't continue his streak. So I think I think this is. Uh, you know the Russell Westbrook that we're gonna hopefully see, maybe not throughout the season, but maybe at points. But uh, I'm sure that this is going to pick up, and it's going to be more get more intense as it gets more into the postseason. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think I think I think just having Vogel that training camp. I mean, if if Kuzma can become a mediocre defender to becoming one of the great defenders on the Lakers squad for the last two seasons then Westbrook can do the same thing. By the way, congrats on having Kuzma. I'm actually excited about it. I wanted to, I wanted to t- turn the tables here a little bit and, and just see what you guys thought about the guys we're going to get. But I, I actually I have high hopes for Kuzma. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Kuzma, man. I, I, I'm going to, we're going to miss him, but uh, uh, let's, I think, I, I mean, I, I ho- I'm expecting big things from him because every time a Laker is pawned off, they, be, they get really big. They right. always end Somewhere up on the Wizards somehow, too. Yeah, they they really do. You guys have gotten Thomas Bryant, Isaac Bonga. <laughs> uh, I don't know Wagner. who else. I mean, we're literally That's the, right. the Lakers JV team at this point. You guys are. <laughs> you guys are the Lakers JV team. Hey, the funny thing, though, is uh, just like what Yoa said, whenever we pawn them off, they always end up doing um, uh, really good things. I think Kuzma's at that point in his career where He's going to turn a corner and he's going to start doing well, especially with a different uh, role to play. I think he kind of was limited a little bit um, in his role with the Lakers, um, but hopefully going over to to the Wizards, it'll give him a little bit better of an opportunity to shine. Fingers crossed. Yeah, man. Hey, Matt, thank you again for uh, joining the pod. I appreciate you you hopping on. Um Guys, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Games in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The light's out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.